0: Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This is episode number 46, and it's all about the three to two nap transition. This happens around six to seven months old. Definitely by like seven and a half months, I want your kid on two naps a day. And I'm actually still looking at adjusted age. So I am working with a mom currently who has a six-month-old but was born super early. So actual adjusted age is between four and four and a half months. So it is still important if you have a little one, I'm just saying this before we jump into the strategy. If we have a little one who is uh, born early and is still quite adjusted. I am looking at six months from the due date. All right. So just before we dive in, I wanted to cover those like what ifs. This also is going to be a little bit different for daycare babies, and I'll explain why, but I wanted to give those two heads up before we dive in. If you have a little one who was born super early, or you have a little one in daycare, there are going to be some changes and some differences, and I'm going to walk you through those things. But especially if you have the adjusted age kiddo, I want you to refer to their adjusted age until we get to the point where the pediatrician says, yes, we are absolutely able to sleep through the night, and we have absolutely found that a awake schedule for your now six-month-old is applicable. So I'll get into some more personal stories, but just a little sidebar before we hop into today's episode. Today's review comes from Monique on Facebook. Monique says, I started using little Z's when my daughter was between two to five weeks old. It was absolutely amazing, and I am still in awe of how awesome she is. She was so helpful, and my daughter had slept through the night since about 10 weeks old. She's now 17 months old. Becca is so patient and caring and takes her time in making sure the parents have ease in this process. I am so grateful for her and all of the help with my daughter. I highly recommend Becca for all ages. Thanks so much. Monique, it was an amazing process, I remember, because you called me maybe like a few weeks after your little one was born, and you had a July 4th baby, I remember. And it was so great to walk you through that process of teaching your newborn, not how to sleep through the night, but how to develop those skills to sleep well. Now I have included that in my newborn course, and I offer courses all the way up till 16 months. Hint, hint, wink, wink, toddler's coming soon. And we are so excited that you actually have the ability to learn these strategies instantly. So if you have any questions about how I can help your little one wherever you are in the stage, whether that's setting the foundation as a newborn or sleep training from four months up, head to littlezsleep.com courses. That will give you all the details on what I offer you to start instantly like right now. So let's get into the two nap transition. I got to be honest, this is the hardest one. I mean, I'm setting the bar low here, guys, but this is difficult. So if you have a little one who is maybe five to six months old, you have started to notice some changes. You might have noticed that your little one is taking shorter naps. So they have three naps, but they're all maybe 30 minutes long or maybe you've noticed that your little one is taking great quality naps. In fact, they're probably getting over four hours of daytime sleep and they're having trouble falling asleep at bedtime, or more commonly, they're waking up super early in the morning. So sleep is a math equation. You've heard me say this before. If your little one is getting too much nighttime sleep, it will take away from the day. If they're getting too much daytime sleep, it takes away from the night. So we've got to make sure that everything is balanced and everything is checked off. So by six to seven months old, I want your baby on a two nap schedule. Now, every child is a bit different. And I said I would cover the daycare stuff and I will. But I'm going to walk you through the three to two nap transition as if we have like a controlled environment. Okay, so you're at home for all the naps and you're able to do that. And then I'll talk about what that looks like for daycare. Okay, so when we are making this transition, I gave you those signs. You've noticed that they're either taking like three micro naps a day, sometimes four even I hear. And then they're having a really difficult time at night because they don't get enough sleep. It's a very broken. It's a difficult situation. Or like I said, they're getting too much daytime sleep. They're rocking their naps, but they're waking up at like four, five a.m. ready to start the day. Because they know they're going to tank up on sleep. So at the six-month mark is kind of my hard and fast, like, okay, let's get you on two naps no matter where you are. And if you're in my e-coaching, you know that we start doing that right away. But it's in kind of an ease into the two naps. It is the most difficult one. So it's actually going to take about four to six weeks for your baby to get accustomed to this nap schedule. Before, when they were on three naps, that's not really a schedule. It's just a routine of awake times. And then now at six months old, hooray, hallelujah, we get to have a nap schedule. I know you're pumped about that. So what I'm looking at to really create your child's schedule, I'm trying to look for about two and a half hours, maybe sometimes two, two to two and a half hours in the morning after they wake up two to two and a half hours, and they're down for that first nap. Then we want about three hours between nap one and nap two and about three to sometimes four, but that is a lot. So three to sometimes four hours in the evening time. So that's kind of a general breakdown of how the awake time window looks. There are very popular schedules that talk about a two, three, four. That's two hours awake window, three and then four. And then there are some that are three, three, four. Honestly, every child is different. You cannot apply like a one size, oh, this is the one thing that somebody said, and this goes to my kid. When I'm working one-on-one with clients, we are detailing out like what their child needs based off of their awake windows. So every child is gonna be a bit different there. When we are making this two nap transition, we've got to be very mindful of their wake times. Because the hardest thing that you're gonna go through, and I know you're already thinking like I'm sorry, my child cannot be awake for three hours. I know, they are cranky, they're rubbing their eyes, they're yawning, they're showing you all the cues, but this is why it's the hardest transition. It's because you're gonna feel like you are doing them a disservice by keeping them awake, but you're not. We would actually be doing a disservice if we did not get them to two naps, because like I said, their naps are deteriorating during the day. So then they're going to get micro naps and be super cranky. So if you think about it like this, your little one has what's called sleep pressure. In fact, we all have this. But when your little one wakes up in the morning, they are feeling fresh, they're feeling good, and their pressure, they have zero weight on them. (laughs) Nothing is there. But as these two hours go by, their body starts to feel burdened by being awake. So they've been awake for an hour. They might be feeling a little sleepy. They've been awake for an hour and a half. You might start to see some signs. They're starting to show you that they're getting sleepy, 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 and the pressure for sleep is building and they are ready to go take a nap. The problem is if you put them down too soon and their bodies haven't filled up with enough pressure, then they're not going to sleep very long. It's going to be a maybe 30 minute nap. How do I know this? It happens all the time when my clients who are my unlimited ones on Voxer and I'm walking them through every detail throughout the day and they tell me, Becca, I couldn't do it anymore. I put them down. I hope that's okay. It's only been an hour and 30 minutes. Well, I have to tell them, start your clock. They're going to wake up in 30 minutes. And guess what? Without fail, they do. They get one sleep cycle in and they pop up. Why? Because that child did not build enough sleep pressure in order to work it off in order to sleep well. So I'm asking you to stick to those awake windows. It is going to be what's best for your child to get them on a true schedule. So how can we do that? Well, we've got to push through for one. So if you have started maybe some solids with your little ones or little finger foods, table foods, things like that, this is a great opportunity to play with puffs, to give them some food at about that hour and a half where they're really starting to feel it. Give them something to pep them up. Fruit is a great thing, puffs to play with. Maybe you turn on some music, get them all energized. If you have an older child or two, get them involved, let them do some work. Put on the dog and pony show, push, 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 push. Okay, now you've been awake for about two and a half hours. Let's get you down now. And as we work through these wake times of about two and a half hours, three hours, three and a half hours, I know that's going to be a lot for your little one to sleep and be awake for. The other thing I've got to also acknowledge is that just because we're pushing your child to be awake for this long doesn't mean that magically works every single time and now they sleep an hour and a half. In fact, your little one is going to be in a perpetual state of overtiredness. It's kind of the nature and it's why this is the hardest transition. But yes, you're right. We're going to be pushing your little one to be awake for two and a half to three and a half hours. That's a lot. They're overtired. And when a child is overtired, They don't sleep very well. So this all sounds like a downer thing. I know, I'm gonna get to the good stuff, but you've got to push your kiddo so they can be awake for these new awake windows to go down for their nap. And as we work through week by week, you will see that their naps become better and longer. Now, I have to put a little asterisk in here. If your little one does not know how to self-soothe, if they depend on the pacifier, the rocking, the nursing, the rubbing their back, the rock and play to go to sleep, I am sorry to tell you they are never going to take a nice long nap because they're depending on other things to get them to sleep. This is absolutely the age where they have to learn they are in charge so that when you do put them down after their proper awake window, they can be in control. They can self-soothe into sleep and sleep for a good hour and a half. That would be great. Again, we're trying to aim for three hours of total daytime sleep with the two nap schedule. So if they end up doing an hour and a half a piece, fantastic. If it's split between two hours one nap and one hour the next, that's fine by me. But what I'm looking at are the totals here. That's what's most important. Now, as you keep your child awake for these awake windows, you're going to start to find that with these short little naps, let's say they wake up from their second nap and it's three o'clock. And you're trying to aim for a seven o'clock bedtime. Well, that's a very, very long time for your baby to be awake from three to seven. Again, sidebar, if your little one is not sleeping well, and that's normal for them to be awake for that long, we need to work on that because that's a very long time for your child to be awake. And we want to make sure that their sleep is spread out evenly. So if you find yourself in this position where your child wakes up way too soon in the afternoon, you might have to do a third cat nap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? We're talking about a two-nap transition. Why would I tell you to do a third cat nap? You're going to have to choose this sometimes, or we're going to have to go with an early bedtime. So as an example, if your little one woke up at 7 a.m., you got them down for their nap at 9.30, and they slept till 11. Great nap. Awesome. Wonderful. And then you put them down at 2 o'clock for that afternoon nap, and they slept from 2 to, let's say, 3 okay, you didn't quite get that extra 30 minutes that we were looking for. It would have been great if you'd slept till 3.30, but you were overtired. You didn't sleep that long. Now what are we going to do? Well, you can do one of two things. You could choose an early bedtime and actually get them down between 6 or 6.30 PM, or you could implement a quick little cat nap. I remember so vividly every day when I was making this transition with our youngest daughter, this is why I told you last episode to invest in a good quality baby carrier is because we had so many little third cat naps for about 15 minutes and I would take my oldest daughter and we would go outside and run around and walk around and I would just have our youngest in the ergo baby and she would doze in and out or she actually would sleep for about 15 minutes and that was enough. We just need a quick little energy boost. We just need something to get your little one a tiny little bit of sleep so they can make it to bedtime. Now, we ended up choosing a 6.30 bedtime for quite a while because she was really difficult um, at that four hour mark. And we were absolutely affected at bedtime routine we were fighting her on to stay awake. So we absolutely went with an earlier bedtime for her for a little while. And then after about a month, she was able to make it to seven. So we got back into the groove of seven. It's actually most common when I'm working with this age group that parents tell me, like, Becca, this is too soon. I don't want my child to go to bed at 6.30. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but sometimes we have to choose that because that's what's best for the baby. And that's not going to be forever, but it's going to be this four to six week period where your child is trying to get accustomed to a two-nap schedule. And that's just really, really normal that they are going to be overtired. And you know me, I would way rather get your baby down sooner rather than later for bedtime because if they're overtired, you're going to have a bad day night. So that's all you need to know for the three to two nap transition. But let's talk about the what ifs. Okay, Becca, what if my little one is an adjusted age? What if they're like this baby I'm working with currently, who is six months old from birth, but is actually only four and a half months from due date? Okay, the baby came early. Well, mom and I had to work through figuring out what was the best awake time for this kid. And it was not pushing the kid to three hours like a normal six month old. We kind of had to work our way there and figure out piece by piece what it was. And so I know that's kind of a gray area, but I'm just here to tell you that you might need to experiment a little bit, because if your child is extremely adjusted, like a month or so, then we're going to need to have a little hybrid schedule here. Now, what if your child is at daycare? What does that mean? Well, again, looking back a few episodes ago, the let's solve daycare naps, I don't expect daycare naps to be long. I really don't. Unless they get to that one nap room and everybody sleeps well, great. But the two nap schedule at daycare... It's not going to happen. They're not going to sleep an hour and a half a piece. I am actually currently working with a child who is miraculously doing one hour in the morning. He's seven months old and 30 minutes in the afternoon. Now that's pretty good for daycare, but that's a full hour and a half of sleep that he needed. Well, he's making up for it on Saturday, Sunday. That's awesome. That's what we want. Make it up on the weekends. But when you're trying to get good naps at daycare, and we've worked with them, we've told them what the schedule is, and they are abiding by it, but it's just the nature of the room, loud and bright. Then what we ended up doing is getting the child to take that cat nap on the way home. So he gets about 15 minutes of sleep from home to daycare, which gives him stamina and gives the parents some time, buys them a little bit of time to enjoy him a little bit extra. Now we're going with a 6.30 bedtime because this is a new thing for him and he didn't get that much sleep. So they get home at about five. They're able to do a little bit of solids, playtime, and then begin our bedtime routine at six to get him down at 6.30. And that's I just the nature of things. And it kills me. It breaks my heart every time when I hear from parents who are not with their child all day and they say, I don't want to do a 6.30 bedtime. I get home at 5.30. I'd never see my kid. I feel you on that. It is really difficult to not have that time that you want to have with your baby. But let me tell you this. You're not going to enjoy that nighttime if you push them. And you know your baby's going to be cranky and you're going to get to the witching hour and the witching hour is caused by overtiredness. So by all means, please, please, please choose an early bedtime for that little one if they were unable to get the sleep they needed for that day. And then look forward to Saturday, Sunday, where we can get some full naps in and possibly push them to a seven o'clock bedtime. So those are a couple of what-ifs. Now, I know I cannot cover every single what-if here on the podcast in this limited time and space, but in my e-coaching for ages 6 to 16 months old, I am transitioning you to that nap and ensuring that we have two good naps plus 11 to 12 hours of all night sleep. If your little one is not currently doing that, you've got to get into this course. $57, we want you to make sure your little one is getting the sleep that they need. And I want to make sure you have the freedom to put your baby down, say goodnight, walk out the room, and tap out of being mom for a while because you need that break. You can check that out on littlesleep.com courses. I'm so thankful you were here with me today. Sweet dreams. See you next time.